from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB. This is the WIA National News for week commencing March the 24th, 2019. The WIA has already received a number of nominations for WIA Merit Awards. Peter Clee, VK8ZZ, WIA Secretary, dropped us a line to say the board of the WIA are calling for final submissions for WIA awards to be considered for the 2019 AGM. Details of the WIA awards are available on the wia.org.au site. The nomination form is also available on the awards site. Nominations for WIA awards for this year's AGM close at the end of this month. And just another reminder, read the AGM to be held on the last weekend in May. In accordance with Section 11 of the WIA Constitution, members who are unable to attend are invited to be represented by a proxy, one proxy only per member. Proxy forms are available on the WIA website and must be received by the WIA National Office not less than 24 hours prior to the annual general meeting. Proxy forms may be submitted by email, post or hand-delivered to the National Office in Bayswater, Victoria. But proxy forms cannot be accepted on the day of the annual general meeting itself. Hello, this is Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey WIA Director and President. And I start off today by congratulating all those amateurs who participated in the John Moyle Memorial Field Day. I saw some very impressive club stations on social media who were making contacts throughout the weekend. And remember, get your logs into the contest manager, Dennis, VK4 Alpha Echo. Paper logs, date stamped or postmarked no later than the 12th of April. And electronic logs, no later than midnight on the 21st of April 2019. And it was great to hear from our new WIA director, Harry, VK6 YBZ, in last week's board comment. It is fantastic to have a VK6 on the board and one who comes very well qualified for the role. Harry has thrown himself into that role and is aiming to visit VK6 clubs as a representative of the WIA and understand what amateurs really want from their national representative body. On you, Harry. And a reminder, if your club is wanting a representative from the WIA board to come along and present what is going on in the WIA, then please let us know by emailing support at wia.org.au. This may be in person or can be virtually via a Skype session if your club has a broadband connection. The WIA Bookshop has undergone a makeover thanks to Mark VK3OHM and the bookshop is now truly online. If you browse the already huge range of books in the bookstore, you'll find that there are links now to four large online chains offering new, second-hand and e-books at reasonable prices and sometimes with free shipping. The WIA very quickly realised that the bookshop could not compete with the multinational giants, so the business model of the bookshop has changed. The bookshop is now a curated list of recommended books. At the bottom of each page, there are links to allow you to purchase these books at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Depository or Booktopia. These are referential links, so if a purchase results from someone following these links, the WIA will receive a small consideration. There is no additional cost to you. 
you will need to create an account at these sellers should you wish to purchase, but that is a small price to pay for wide choice, low cost and speedy delivery. It also means the end of differential pricing for members and non-members. Everybody gets the cheap rate. We are no longer constrained by having to carry physical stock. The current list of books on offer is now being reviewed to ensure that it is the best of current offerings. If you like, it will become the recommended reading list. If you have any suggestions as to what should be offered in the bookshop, then please let Mark know at vk3ohm at wia.org.au. There's a couple of criteria, though. Must have an ISBN... Any suggested book must be normally carried by at least three or four of the current vendors. And we're not trying to build a list of every AR book on the planet. We're trying to build a list of best of breed, i.e. those seminal books that everyone should have. And of course, the books must be good value for money. Again, a huge thank you to Mark for all the work he has put into the update to the WIA Bookshop. And we look forward to your suggestions. And this has been Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, for the WIA National News. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major training contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2019 CQ Worldwide WPX SSB Contest over the March 30 31 weekend. 20th Hair Angel Memorial Sprint May 4. Trans Tasman Low Band Contest July 20. VK Rimmer State Contest is August 17 and 18. International Mark County Day 2019. IMD will take place this year on the 27th of April when amateur radio stations will operate from various locations around the world with historical connections to Mark UI0MAR will be QIV as an award station once again this year from the Hurtigutty Museum of Vintage Radio and Health. This is a 24-hour event and EY0MAR will be QIV from about 0700 hours Zulu that day. The Marconi Company conducted wireless telegraphy tests at the Martello Tower in 1905. Through the DX window. The following was posted on the 3Y0Y webpage dated March 14. 3Y0Y initial plans extended. A short but essential update this time. An important decision to our de-exhibition plans has been taken today, which will reflect in extending the initial 3Y0Y plans. We decided to take more provisions than initially planned. So did we regarding the fuel. More than 90,000 diesel litres have been fueled up, paid for from our private money. That's all because if weather permits, we plan to stay up to three to four weeks at the island itself excluding sailing, land and time, giving much more chances for all over the world. We have already installed and tested our maritime station from our ship. We'll be signing our Z51DOM-MM on our way to and from the island on HF bands. As these preparations are bringing to a close, we will announce our departure and estimate on the air dates very soon. That is, I said from a post March 14. South Orkney Islands expedition. After their successful VP-60 Duchy Island 2018 de-expedition, the Perseverance Dex Group are pleased to announce their intention to activate South Orkney Islands, currently Club Log's number 16 most wanted. Planning has begun for an expedition in February-March 2020. A team of experienced Dex and Contest operators will operate from Sai Island for up to 15 days. The process of obtaining landing permission is underway. The call sign will be announced at a later date. The team will sail from Punta Arenas 
Chile, aboard RV Braveheart. Seven operating positions are planned for 160 to 10 metres, SSB, CWN, digital. Tonganop, Massa, J0RQB is once again to be active as A35JP from Tonga. This time is activating Tonga Tapu Island, OC049, between until March 27. The QDH is Nugolofa, from a seaside cottage in the capital of the Kingdom of Tonga. Activities on 8 to 6 metres using CWSSB and FT8. QSL Warriors Home call sign by the Bureau, Direct or Relo TW. Alex, 5B4ALX is active as E6ET from Nui, OC040, to the 2nd of April. He is on SSB, CW, Ritty and FT8, 160, 80, 40, 30, 20, 17, 15, 10 and 6 metres. FT8 using a multi-answer protocol with a focus on 20 metres during his day and 48 metres during his night, 0700 hours to 1700 hours UTC. QSL via IZ4AMS here the director via the Bureau. Dagmar, DM7PQ and Ranier, DL1AUZ, will be active as E51NPQ and E51AUZ respectively, holiday style, from Anakiki. OC014, North Corks until the 25th of March. Nandukaki, OC083, South Corks, between the 27th and the 31st of March. They will operate CW only. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International News. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Springtime cracks are opening in Earth's magnetic field. Studies show that March is the most geomagnetically active month of the year. The reason? Northern Hemisphere's springtime. Researchers have long known that around the time of the vernal equinox, cracks tend to form in Earth's magnetic field. Solar wind pours in to energise magnetic unrest, and such a crack opened last weekend, sparking spectacular northern lights. Read spaceweather.com to learn more about the phenomenon. To Europe now, news that Greece is the latest newcomer to 60 metres, advises Paul Gaskell, Golf 4 Mike Whiskey Oscar, the editor of the 5 MHz newsletter. A ministerial decision dated 26th of February 2019, now published in the Government Gazette of March 2019, introduced a new frequency allocation table which authorises amateur radio use of 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz on a secondary basis at 15 watts EIRP under the ITU 60 metre allocation decision of WRC15. To Russia now, from the IARU Region 1 Monitoring System newsletter comes reports that Russian over-the-horizon radar has caused severe problems on 14 MHz. Sometimes three signals were active at the same time, each system with 14 kHz of bandwidth and many splatters. The transmitter is located north of Penza in western Russia. The German PTT filed an official complaint and the Dutch PTT has also been informed. To Switzerland now, Hans Zimmermann, Hotel Bravo 9 Alpha Quebec Sierra slash Fox 5 Victor Kilo Papa, receives IARU Diamond Award. 
The International Amateur Radio Union, IARU Administrative Council, has recognised Hans Zimmerman, Hotel Bravo 9, Alpha Quebec Sierra slash Fox 5, Victor Kilo Papa, for his success over many years in raising the visibility at international forums for amateur radio's role in providing disaster relief communication. A presentation took place on February 20 in Geneva, and while at the United Nations Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs, Zimmerman was instrumental in organising the 1998 Intergovernmental Conference on Emergency Telecommunications in Tampere, Finland, which resulted in an international treaty facilitating the transport of amateur and other radio communication equipment across borders during disaster relief operations. Zimmerman served as IARU Disaster Communications Advisor and later became IARU International Coordinator for Emergency Communications. He was a major contributor to the Global Amateur Radio Emergency Communications, GAREC, conferences held from 2005 to 2014. Radio amateurs owe a debt of gratitude to Hans Zimmerman for two decades of effective work in increasing the visibility of amateur radio's emergency communications capabilities among the leaders of the international telecommunications community, said IARU President Tim Allen, Victor Echo 6 Sierra Hotel. To Canada now, back in June 2018... Martin Berube of Quebec initiated a petition involving a radio station that was generating interference on purpose. The petition attracted 1,135 signatures and was presented to the House of Commons on January 30, 2019. The Government of Canada tabled the following response on March 18, 2019. Innovation, Science and Economic Development Canada, ISED, was informed of the individual's conduct in December 2015 by a group of amateur radio operators from Quebec. The individual was operating an amateur radio station without proper authorization and was known to insult, threaten and impersonate other amateur operators. As the individual disregarded ISED's written and verbal warnings, the department took action to enforce the act. Due to repeated offences, ISED carried out three searches of the individual's residences and issued seven notices of violation totalling $2,500 plus fees. On October 17, 2018, the individual was found guilty of these seven violations of the Radio Communications Act by Justice of the Peace Annie Bonas at the Trois-Rivières Courthouse. ISED also called upon a federal prosecutor to obtain an injunction against the individual. This injunction is currently at the interlocutory stage. ISED understands that the individual has not been heard on amateur radio since the 8th of August 2018. ISED is closely following this case. To the USA, the FCC has invited public comments on ARRL's 2018 petition for rulemaking, which asks the FCC to expand HF privileges for technician licences to include limited phone privileges on 75, 40 and 15 metres plus RTTY and digital mode privileges on 80, 40, 15 and 10 metres. Specifically, ARRL proposes to provide technician licensees, both present and future, with phone privileges at 3.9 to 4 megahertz, 7.225 to 7.3 megahertz, and 21.350 to 21.450 megahertz. RTTY and digital privileges in current technician allocations on 80, 40, 15 and 10 metres, the ARRL petition points out that the explosion in popularity of various digital modes over the past two decades. 
Under the ARRL plan, the maximum HF power level for technician operators would remain at 200 watts PEP. The few remaining novice licensees would gain no new privileges under ARRL's proposal. Dayton Hamvention Committee announce awards. The Dayton Hamvention Committee has announced their awards for 2019. Of particular interest is Pietro Bagali, India 2 Romeo Tango Foxtrot, the 2019 recipient of Hamvention's Technical Achievement Award. He's best known for designing and producing high-quality Morse keys and paddles. Chris Jansen, Delta Lima 1, Mike Golf Bravo, slash Kilo Oscar 2 Whiskey Whiskey, is the winner of Hamvention's 2019 Special Achievement Award. He served as President of World Radio Sports Team Championship 2018, guiding more than 300 volunteers who put on the successful competition in Germany. You're listening to Quantum Radio. Researchers at Delft University of Technology have created a detector that enables the detection of a single photon's worth of radio frequency energy. The chip is only 10 millimetres square and the team plans to use it to explore the relationship of mass and gravity to quantum theory. The chip has immediate applications in MRI and radio astronomy. Traditionally, detecting a single photon at radio frequencies is difficult due to the significance of thermal fluctuations. At lower frequencies, cryogenic cooling can reduce the issue. But as frequency increases, the fluctuations are harder to tame. Hackaday said the trick requires a qubit that samples the radio frequency energy, while the radio source is at 173 MHz, the qubit is at 1 GHz, allowing a fine time resolution. Coupling of the two is via an LC circuit that uses a Josephson junction, which requires very cold temperatures. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Rewind. I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK. Theatre of the Mind. Sound effects during radio's golden age. Set for Voice of America's Museum, April 9. A horse clip-clops down a cobbled street. Muffled shouts of street vendors calling out their wares rise up and fade out. A long time ago, before the age of the internet, and even before the age of television, radio comedies and dramas, serials and that sort of thing, plays, entertained the masses by creating stories and situations that relied on the listener's imagination. The tools used to help paint those audio landscapes were called sound effects. If you're lucky enough to be in the US of A, you're invited to join Cincinnati radio historian, WMKV producer and sound effects artist Mike Martini, president of the National Voice of America's Museum of Broadcasting's Media Heritage Collection at Theatre of the Mind. Sound effects during radio's golden age on April 9. Martini will talk about the history of radio sound effects and demonstrate how some of the more popular effects were made. Audience members will have the chance to try their hands at creating the effects as well. The VOA Museum will host its fourth annual fundraiser, 75 Years of Rock on the Radio, September 21. You may not find us on your TV Because in case you did not know We're being brought to you by I'm John Knox, VK4FJRK. From Australia, this is VK1WIA, 
and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And our first topic today is the final frontier. Online tweets indicate that the Philippine Duarte 2 satellite carrying an amateur radio FM transponder and APRS digipeter may be activated around March 29. The IARU has coordinated an FM downlink for voice, APRS and telemetry on 145.900 MHz and an FM voice uplink on 437.500 MHz. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, EU-038. Marcel, PD5MVH, will once again be active as PD5MVH, stroke P, from Ameland Island until March 30th on 40, 20 and 10 metres using CW, SSB and JT65. He also plans to be in the UK, stroke EIDXCW contest this weekend, March 23rd-24th, to using the call sign PD38EU. QSL for both call signs via PD5MVH, direct or by the Bureau, and you can also check out qrz.com for more details. EU048, Christian, F5OHH is still active this weekend as F5OHH stroke P from Groy Island. Various locations, including three lighthouses, four WWFF references, and two castles on 80, 40, 20 and 15 metres. QSL via F5, OHH Direct, by the Bureau or EQSL. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers. Last Man Standing has one more ham. Speaking of youngsters on the air, congratulations to Jack Jergensmeyer of the American TV sitcom Last Man Standing, who recently passed his license exam. The teenager plays the grandson of the show's lead character, Mike Baxter, who has the imaginary call sign of KA0XTT. Tim Allen, the actor who plays Mike, has the real-life call sign KK6OTD. Jet is awaiting word on his. So, Jet, congratulations. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. Radio Scouts on air for Adventure Weekend. This week in Radio Scouting, there's one activation of the K2BSA call sign, one scout camp on the air, and another glass ceiling is shattered. Ralph, KB3IPT, will be activating K2BSA-3 at Tawanda Votech in Tawanda, PA, on Saturday, March the 30th. This will be part of an adventure weekend for the scouts there, and this activation will go along with the Radio Merit Badge class that Ralph will be teaching. Justin, KF5IVJ, let us know on the scoter.us site that their crew will be on air as KB5WAX from Camp Wisdom on Saturday, March 23rd, USA date, and we received notice via ARN Newsline that the first radio merit badge ever earned by a young woman in Scouts BSA has been made. Congratulations to Lily Miller of BSA Troop 1175 in Illinois. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. How would your local Shire cope with a complete loss of the power grid? Now, extend this scenario to include a regional loss of the mobile phone network and all internet services. Let's find out, as Gippsland Coordinator for Wyson, Chris VK3CJK, reports. Wyson Gippsland recently designed and ran an exercise using this very scenario and invited two local neighbouring shires, Latrobe City and Borbal, to participate. 
They were both keen to see Wyson's capabilities and to expose their own emergency management teams to this type of scenario. The exercise objectives included setting up comms links between and within the shires. An HF Pactor MCOM wind data link was established for the backbone comms link between the shires. This system was originally developed by a group of Victorian amateurs to provide secure and reliable communications for Red Cross, and over a period of 14 years, it was used for over 140 activations throughout Australia and abroad. The HF data system was chosen for its proven reliability and security, even when signals are poor. The exercise also made use of a battery-backed UHF repeater and a VHF voice link. Messages were successfully passed between shires and to each of the relief centres. Both Wyson members and the Shire Emergency Management teams welcomed the opportunity to work with each other and everyone provided valuable feedback after the exercise. Wyson members encountered an unusually high number of technical issues on the day, but these were either solved on the spot or circumvented. You can read a full exercise report on the WIA website. Just look for Exercise Magpie. This has been Chris, VK3CJK, Gippsland Coordinator for Wyson. Thanks, Chris. Now, Rescue Radio, this time in the USA, DMR WeatherNet assists in Colorado bomb cyclone. The Northern Colorado DMR Group regularly uses Brandmeister Talk Group 31083 whenever hazardous weather threatens the region. But the Ham Severe WeatherNet was put to the ultimate test on the 13th of March when a bomb cyclone blizzard struck. According to Matt, K0LWC, nearly 50 amateurs checked in between 9am and 7pm from QTHs throughout Colorado, as well as Wyoming, Nebraska and Kansas. They passed on road conditions and closures, power outages and weather conditions. The Net also submitted weather reports to the National Weather Service in Boulder and gave Colorado State Patrol reports of stranded motorists. He said even with 200,000 people having lost power, the DMR technology remained operational and resilient. He added, that's a good sign for the stability of DMR and its use in the future for MCOM. Special Interest Group Software Development GNU licensed K-Log Logbook Software version 097 has been released. Jamie released K-Log V097, a multi-platform free ham radio logging program which is able to run in Linux, Windows and Mac operating systems. The latest release allows the user to add, remove or edit satellites to the K-Log database, allowing import or export of satellites data. K-Log supports ADIF as a default file format. Additional features of K-Log include QSO management, QSL management, a DX cluster client, DXCC management, Club Log Integration, WSJTX and DX Marathon Support. Several languages are supported, including Catalan, Croatian, Danish, English, Finnish, Italian, Japanese and Spanish. Build your own space weather dashboard. NOAA Space Weather Prediction Center has started adding a variety of space weather data in the Open Standard JavaScript Object Notation Format, and the SWPC site provides a root directory for format data. Digital visualization library AmCharts specializes in JavaScript charts and maps for dynamic data display. A free AmCharts license is available in exchange for including a product mention. Jan Vandenberg, PA2P, suggests combining NOAA's data with AmCharts. Other providers of free charts include Google Charts and Chart.js. Vandenberg offers more information and examples on his website. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. 
FCC moves to open 95 gigahertz to 3 terahertz. In the USA, the FCC is creating a new category of experimental licenses for use of frequencies between 95 gigahertz and 3 terahertz. The Federal Communications Commission adopted new rules to encourage the development of new communications technologies and expedite the deployment of new services in the spectrum above 95 gigahertz. The spectrum has long been considered the outermost horizon of the usable spectrum range, but rapid advancements in radio technology have made these bands especially ripe for new development. There are substantial opportunities for innovation in these frequencies, especially for data-intensive high-bandwidth applications, as well as imaging and sensing operations. Prior to this decision, the Commission had no rules for authorising communications above 95 GHz other than by amateur operators or through experiments of limited duration and scope. To enable innovators and entrepreneurs to most readily access this spectrum, the Spectrum Horizons First Report and Order creates a new category of experimental licenses for use of frequencies between 95 GHz and 3 terahertz. These licenses will give innovators the flexibility to conduct experiments lasting up to 10 years and to more easily market equipment during the experimental period. The item also makes a total of 21.2 gigahertz of spectrum available for use by unlicensed devices. The Commission selected bands with propagation characteristics that will permit large numbers of unlicensed devices to use the spectrum while limiting the potential for interference to existing governmental and scientific operations in the above 95 gigahertz bands, such as space research and atmospheric sensing. That's all in this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. I'm Cole. VK3GTV. Now to the 2019 social scene. This weekend in VK7, meet the voice event at Ross. That's March 23-24. In VK5, the BRL Radio Group's annual gathering at Overland Corner, South Australia, April 6. In VK4, it's Redfest 2019, April 13. And VK6, Hargfest, April 14. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.